Hello, welcome back to the Mindful Being Podcast with Mariah Catalan. Hi everyone, I'm back for now. We'll see how next week goes. But um, I have had quite a bit of a hard past couple weeks. So um, I appreciate your indulging me in not having a new episode out every single week like I was hoping for. Well, I'm grateful to be here with you now, and I would like to start today's episode just with a mindful moment um, to help ground myself and hopefully you as well. So if you have the chance to take a little pause in whatever you're doing and just connect to your breath for a moment, maybe bring your hands to your heart. And then just see how you're feeling, check in briefly with maybe how your body is, is there any tension that you're holding on to, how's your mind, is it busy, is it relaxed, I'm just noticing what you have going on today, and then let's just take a few breaths, breathing into that space, inhaling through your nose, filling up. Exhale, sighing from the mouth. Inhaling again. Letting that go. One more time through the nose. And release. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Allow the breath to return to normal. And maybe continue whatever you are doing. Hopefully with a little bit more mindfulness, a little bit more peace. I love how just a few simple breaths can really change things. (laughs) Change how my body feels. Change my perspective on what's happening in the moment. Yeah, it's just really an amazing tool, and it's funny how often I forget to use it. Well, a little update for you all. Um, My baby has been going through, I think, a sleep regression. I was thinking it was teething, but there's been no teeth showing up, so I guess it's not that. Um, She's also had a cold, but it's probably about two weeks now of you know, going from pretty decent sleep at night. Um, she would sleep like 12 hours. I would feed her a couple times throughout the night to kind of help her stay sleeping and full. Um, but that was like our normal. And then all of a sudden she started waking up like, like it's like our body wouldn't let her get into a full sleep cycle. So she would sleep for like fall asleep and be like relaxed and calm, seeming to be asleep for like five or ten minutes and then suddenly she would like wake up again and be upset and need me like she's she is sleep trained so she used to be able to just like put herself back to sleep um and usually without any fussing or tears she kind of just would like get comfortable and then be able to go back to sleep on her own and that was just like not happening she needed me um not her dad not anyone else just me Um, I think she was, she was cluster feeding a little bit too. So I think she was, um, you know, like maybe a growth spurt 
She's had so many like big developments happening and she's super gross motor baby. So she's just like crawling and standing and she's not standing independently, but she's pulling up on everything, standing as much as she can and is just really like go, go, go nonstop throughout all of her waking time. Um, and so I think like maybe she's just burning so many calories. She's needed a little bit more, um, food throughout the night and just like, ugh. but it's been really, really hard. And that's something that I wanted to talk about today is like the toll that your body goes through sometimes in life. And like, you know, I keep telling myself that like everything, this is not permanent, you know, like she's every night is a little bit different. You know, it's not exactly the same thing. Like she'll sleep sometimes a little bit better or longer, or different part of the night. She's sleeping more peacefully. So like just remembering that like it's not permanent. It's not permanent. It's not going to last like this. It's not going to be forever. Um, but some nights it's been like pretty torturous in the fact of like, I have been sleeping on the floor in her room so that I can try to like close my eyes in between like needing to lean over her crib and, and put my hand on her. And there's even been a couple nights where we've gone to, back to co-sleeping and trust me, if that was a solution, I would just like pull her into my bed and we would sleep together all night and that would be perfect. But she cannot fall asleep like in my arms. She needs to have like space to move and wiggle and kind of get comfy, I guess. And so like, that's just not really a solution either. I can't like rock her to sleep. She just needs to be able to like do her own thing to like self-soothe, but also like know that I'm nearby. And so the best situation for her is to fall asleep in her crib, like while she's either holding my hand or my hands like on her back or her belly. And like, that's been her favorite and it's been the most successful for her to like be able to stay sleeping. But as you can imagine, I can't stay up all night with my hand through the cracks of the crib <laughs> on her. So, um, yeah, some nights has been pretty, pretty rough. Just like, you know, three, four hours of like, you know, thinking that she's asleep. Okay, good. I'll lay down on this mattress on the floor and try to get some sleep. And then like, you know, 10 minutes later, just when I've fallen asleep or just when I've felt relaxed, she's needing me again. And so oh, it's been really a challenge. And I think like, it's a little bit different than when she was a newborn. Cause she was sleeping, like she would do like 30 minutes at that time, you know, <laughs> so at least I might've fallen asleep for a couple of minutes in between. And also she, you know, I could snuggle her and she would get, you know, a little bit more relaxed and sleep and stuff. So it was just a different situation than, um, now than when she was even little. So, and I've also, my body's been a little bit more used to falling asleep. So it's just been a really tough challenge and it's challenging mentally as well to like be going through this, you know, lack of sleep. And then also just like being in the moment tough, like I'm exhausted and like, how do I keep going to like give my baby what she needs? And it's also amazing how like, it's kind of like instinct sort of takes over and, and somehow I am able to push through and do it. Like, that's pretty amazing to me that I'm able to, you know, go for like three hours of this constant up, down, up, down, you know, 
taking care of the baby and not have like an anger response where I'm like, you know, getting upset with her. Um, you know, I am feeling maybe frustrated and like upset, but I'm not like feeling it towards her because I know she's just having a hard time and it's not something that like she's doing intentionally. I mean, like I'm sure she would love to sleep better if she could. So that's just something, um, that's amazing to me that like kind of that motherhood instinct, I guess, has been taking over a lot. But at the same time, my, um, mental health is not thriving in those situations where I just am not having enough sleep and, and not like I'm sitting in a dark room because like I'm trying to do everything to help promote her sleep. So I'm sitting in a dark room for like a couple hours at a time, sometimes just like with my own thoughts. And I do have my practices that I do. Like I've been trying to add in some like um, box breathing where you like breathe in for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four at the bottom and then inhale four again and just like kind of go round and round. Um, So like I've been doing that to kind of help try to regulate myself a little bit, especially when I'm more frustrated. Um, I definitely do my, um, loving kindness meditation every day still. Um, but there's some moments where like, I'm almost too tired to like, remember my self-care practices in the moment. And, um, it's just like been a really, really big challenge for me and my body is like aching and sore from holding specific like positions for long periods of time that are not conducive to my like joints and my body the way that it is. And, um, so there's just a lot of things going on that have been a challenge for me lately. And I'm trying to like, you know, for one, know that it's not permanent, like I said earlier, but also like, what am I, what can I learn from this? Like, what is the, the lesson that's kind of being brought to me throughout this? And like, it's, it's tough because like, I have these, this knowledge that I like want to listen to my body and, um, pay attention to it. So like, when I am getting like a foot cramp or an arm cramp or whatever from holding something, I want to like intuitively like counterbalance and counteract and like fix my posture or whatever. But then there's also the part that's like, if I move an inch, the baby might wake up and like, so needing to hold things for like her but then my, like, doing things that are counterintuitive to, like, my body, it's just, it's been a struggle to know, like, what to do and at what level to, um, kind of choose my own health, and I think this is something that's relatable to a lot of parents of just, like, we put everything that's us, like, aside and second, and, I know that it's important for me to have like better sleep so that I can be a good mom. I know that it's important for me to take care of my body so that I can take care of her body. Like these are all things that I know, but it's still hard to like in the moment, like what's the decision that I make? Do I move and I like get myself more comfortable, adjust my posture 
and, you know, try to help my body with what it needs and at the risk of, like, disrupting what her body needs. And sometimes, like, I feel like I've got this mother thing, like, figured out and there's times like that that I was just like, I don't know what to do and I'm just trying everything and... So I don't know if that's relatable at all to you guys, um, but that's kind of been the thing that's been a big struggle for me. Um, And it's been challenging, like, in my body when I do go to move in, like, using yoga or just stretching or exercising. Um, I've been playing soccer again on Sundays, which has been absolutely awesome. Um, but like, you know, in moving my body in that way, there's been like aches and pains that come back up because I'm definitely not in shape like I used to be before. Um, and I felt some loss around that, like some like grief a little bit, like my body before baby was probably the strongest it has been. Um, you know, maybe there was like one other time in my life when I was that like quote unquote fit, but Um, but it was very strong and I felt that strength and it's really hard to get back on my mat and practice. It's really hard to get back on the soccer field and my body not function and perform in the same way that it used to before. And it's hard to not have like judgment around that. Um, I'm trying to send myself like a lot of grace and appreciation and like trying to remember the beautiful thing that like my body has done. Like, yes, I am not as strong as I used to be and not in that way, you know, and I, my endurance isn't as, as much as I used to be able to run without feeling winded, you know, those are things that are true, but like other things that are true is that like my body grew and created and birthed a human and, um, that it's still healing from that and it is still recovering from that. And the fact that I'm able to still function in this way that I am able to do a yoga practice and that I am able to go play soccer, whether it's at the same level you know, that's might not be the case, but I'm still able to do these things. And also my body has done so much beautiful hard work over the past year, um, two years almost now. And like, yeah, it's, it's hard to like hold those things because the feelings are real. The feelings are valid of being like, man, I used to be able to do this pose and yoga I used to be able to stretch, I used to be able to move and, and balance and feel differently than my body feels now. Um, and I know that that's not like essential for a practice. And I know that it's not essential for even like me getting all of the healing that I usually get from yoga. Like I know I don't need to be able to hit that pose perfectly, um, but it's still sometimes discouraging and it kind of takes me out of my practice a little bit when I try to do something and I'm just not able to do it or hold it with like the same strength and confidence that I felt before. 
Um, so yeah, that's my struggle lately. And I just wanted to share about it because I feel like that's something that a lot of people go through, whether, you know, you're recovering from an injury or, you know, just like different phases of life where we kind of are really into things for a while and then you get busy and you lose your practice or, you know, you aren't able to make it to the studio because life's been hectic and then all of a sudden you go back and it's like, oh my, I used to be able to do this and my body's just not, you know, the same as it was last time I was here. I think that's something that we all go through and like, it's like, what do we do with that? You know, like when we have those feelings, what do we do with them and how do we like process without letting it um, affect your whole day, affect your whole practice. Um, yeah. So just, I think what I've personally been trying to do in those moments is rather than focusing on the feeling, allow the feeling. That's something that my therapist and I've been talking about is like, don't forget to fully accept what your body is feeling. So like, you know, I accept myself and my experience of X, Y, Z accepting and allowing the feeling to be there, but also reminding yourself the other truths. So like another thing that you mentioned recently is like that facts are not feeling or feelings are not facts. Sorry. Um, so when I have those feelings, they aren't, they doesn't mean that they are a fact. So I'm not feeling as strong in my body as I used to. And that makes me feel grief or that I have lost something. Um, and that's okay to feel that, but like the truth is, have I completely lost my strength? No, I have not. I've actually gained like strength in other ways and, um, new ways of being a mother. And also it's not something that is lost because it is not a permanent condition. So, I can know that I will eventually be strong in my body again and maybe even stronger than I was before. It doesn't mean that I have, I will never achieve what I achieved in the past. So knowing that I can feel that loss and feel the little bit of grief that comes with it and then also recognize that just because I'm feeling that way doesn't mean that I have to live in it and that I have to be like, okay, well now I'm just a weak person and you know, this sucks and this is what happens. You know, you become a mom and you lose your body and you lose your ability to do things like that's not a path that I need to follow and believe, you know? So finding, recognizing the feelings and accepting them, but not having to let them take over has been something that I've been working on. Um, and in that vein, I know I've talked about tapping before, but that's something that I've been working on this week in particular is to remember to do like my tapping points on the meridian. So like top of your head, eyebrow, the side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, under the bottom lip and the collarbones and maybe center of the chest, kind of karate chop side of the hand. These are all points that you kind of can go down and tap and and help with that reprocessing information. So 
you know, starting with the acceptance. That's the part that I often forget. So like in this moment, I am feeling grief because I'm not as strong as I once was. Um, and I fully accept myself and my experience. So starting there, starting with a feeling, starting with that and, and the acceptance and just tapping that into your body. Um, and then you can add the next part. So that might be, um, you know, I fully accept myself and my experience of, of grief and feeling like I lost something. Um, but I know that I will be strong once again, or, you know, some kind of a mantra, but I know my heart is strong or, you know, just whatever feels in that moment, like what you need, um, just integrating that in as well. So first starting out with accepting and noticing the feeling, doing your tapping, and then, um, going back in with that like positive thought, positive cognition. That's what I, what I've been trying to remember to do, but it's like I said, middle of the night, sometimes it's hard to remember when I'm holding, you know, the baby and I'm one hand and I'm, you know, all uncomfortable in the chair and trying to get a little bit more comfortable and without waking the baby and having a hand free to tap. It's, it's sometimes hard to, to do, but that's what I've been trying to remember, trying to do to help kind of integrate that into my body a little bit more of, yes, I'm feeling that. And also, um, I'm still strong and still capable. And also strength is something that I can build and that will return to me in one form or another. Well, thank you for the therapy session this week. (laughs) Um, I hope that this was something that was helpful and um, you connected with in some way. I will try again to kind of stay on top of this podcast a little bit more, but in order to do that, I think I might have to record in a different space and maybe with a different microphone. It's a little bit more on the go when I have the chance Um, so I apologize in advance if the quality is a little bit different. I know I'm not like super high quality at the moment, but I do have, you know, my nice microphone and my computer set up here. But, um, if I am on the go, I will be able to do the podcast a little bit more frequently. Um, but I might not have the same exact quality. So I hope that's not a game changer for you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this space with me. And I appreciate each and every one of you. And I hope to be back again soon.